I'd say for the next two years, I would have these moments of like, come on, just like try. Like genuinely my inner saboteur would be like, bitch, be straight. And I would try. (laughs) And I would like have these like grand moments of like, and here she is. And it just never worked. I mean, we haven't done the final I see. verses yet. Yeah. But I think in the Scratch demo, I said, or discovered porn. Okay. This is a spoiler alert if we keep this in to future <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. So... And the question I've been thinking is, is the word porn, it's not explicit, right? No. I don't I think feel so. Like no. no you Only can... because... It's not thing... a curse word. Yeah. What makes me excited about this song for a number of reasons But part of it is, like, I love sort of challenging those norms. I don't know. I don't mind being frustrating to people who are regressive in their views. Mm -hmm. Like, is, like, I guess porn, they would be like, that's a swear word. But, like, porn is not a swear word. Like, I don't need to put explicit content for saying that porn exists. I agree. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see. TBD. Get excited for this one, folks. Honestly, there is some really, really good similar music coming out. Wait, when's your Christmas song coming out? I was thinking about that the other day. I really need to put out like a lyric video. I need to like, I don't have any cover art for it or anything. Like I, sometime this week, I need to just sit down and do the whole distro kid thing again. And I don't know if my manager is listening to this, but I'm so sorry. I'm going to go rogue. Like I know we're supposed to deliver stuff to Apple and Spotify, but they cannot, they, they can't. I can't do it. It's too they can, much. They can catch up later. They can catch up. It's so many emails. It's so many like looping people in. Like I, I'm so happy that there are like more people to loop in. Like I love that. But something I do kind of miss and I want to tap into a bit more in 2023 to a degree is being like, I just put out, thank God for that. Do you remember when I did that? I was just like, here it is. Bye. Mm-hmm. I think I just put it out on SoundCloud at first. I was like, oh, oh, did you guys want it on Spotify? Sure, I'll put it up there too. I'm still an independent artist. I can do that. I should be exercising that freedom and carelessness. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And recklessness. It's not carelessness because I do have a great deal of care. But I want to be doing that more. I want to just be like throwing out songs like Chris Angel threw out doves when I went (laughs) to go see him in Vegas. Don't know if I've told that story before. I think you have. I'm sure I have. It blew my mind. I still think about the doves. They're all dead. Oh, God, they are. I know they're dead. Anyway, welcome to Under Our Roof. The podcast about whatever (laughs) pops into our brain. It's the podcast that you can rely on to be unreliable. What do you tell your friends that you're listening to? Is it a voicemail from two homosexuals that maybe you've met in person, but probably not? Because that's kind of what we're doing here. What do you when people ask about the podcast? Like, what do you say that we do? So actually, somebody from work recently was Terri- like <laughs> a, ter- a terrifying beginning. <laughs> was to like, a oh, I need to listen to your podcast. Absolutely. You because don't need to. I guess they follow. It's me. not a need. It should be a want. They follow me on Instagram, and okay. so they saw that I had posted something about it, and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to <laughs> listen to your podcast. And I was like, you really don't. Um, but it is about sort of just like life at home, whatever we're doing, pop culture that we're interested in. Mm -hmm. It's kind of all over the map. And I like it that way, but it is hard to explain to other people. Well, I think when we were talking about starting this show, we were pretty intentional about wanting just more representation, more wholesome, queer, joy, chaos content, just more mundane queer people 
Yeah. Not we don't always need to be exceptional. We don't always need to be I mean, we often are exceptional, to be fair. <laughs> it's something that we do. Queer it's just we do queer excellence is real. But we don't always need to be to be so excellent. Sometimes we can be at home and and just like living our lives. And I know also for me, I almost like don't even want to say this because I don't like this to be so much of a focal point of our lives of what I do or what you, what you do and what we do together. But just seeing like a queer couple that is, I don't think we're dramatic. We can be, we but... Can be dr- no, but I mean, like, I don't think that people are like, what following us for a will they won't they oh no scenario not to say that we don't have our own trials and tribulations but just that more of that representation of just like queer people being together being normal being boring Mm -hmm. being silly uh talking about the good and the bad and nothing nothing stressful hopefully most of the time most of the time sometimes we we engage in stress but typically we do try and keep this a stress-free environment because many people say that they listen to this on their way to work i don't want to get your cortis- cortisol cortisol i'll never sometimes i always say, say cortisone, cortisone which is Isn't like that a, the cream for your muscles it's like a steroid cream i yeah. don't <laughs> want you to apply steroid cream while listening to this podcast <laughs> no i don't want you i don't want anyone to be stressed when they spend time with us so with all that out of the way Welcome to Under Our Roof. My name is Grace or Semler, depending on how you know me. I'm Lizzie. We are married to each <laughs> other. And <laughs> and we have this show. And today we are going to be talking about proms and winter formals. Because I am attempting to, and I will pull off, hosting my own winter right formal. here in los angeles the semler winter formal it's going to be december 17th and we thought it'd be fun to just talk about like our memories of our school dances kind of mm. the nostalgia because i feel like when you're in school maybe you're still in school or maybe you have memories but i feel like at the time school dances always felt like a lot of pressure but looking back there's certain things that are nostalgic about them and we kind of just wanted to talk about reclaiming our school dances, throwing our own as 30-something-year-olds, and just, like, our memories from that time. And we have some interesting, like, facts about winter formals and proms to share. Well, I think we should start with that. Let's establish what is a prom? What is a winter formal? Yeah, okay, so I did some research on, like, the history of prom and the history of winter formal, and I could not find much on the history of winter formal. So I think that varies a lot across schools. Like, some people call it like the winter ball the winter formal in the oc which is my favorite teen show of all time which they call is it the rule book the guidebook yeah. for all high school endeavors they call it the snow sea is their winter formal yeah because they like make fake snow because it's in orange county california so there's no real snow <gasps> i think that's cute but mine i don't i think we called it winter formal at my high school but i'm almost like having trouble remembering and then my bro i went to an all-girls high school which i'll talk about a little bit but my brother went to like the main school in town they didn't have they had all these different things they had like semi-formal they called it i think for like oh, at I some point the semi-formal there they called it semi like will you go to semi with me whatever and then they had this thing in like february called queen of hearts which was like their big huge dance was queen of hearts and that's what it was called people would call it quo q o h 
And it was like a big deal, like bigger than prom, I feel like, Mm -hmm. at my brother's school. But that was in February, which like is the winter, but it's not. You think of winter formal as like being in December, I feel like, before the Christmas break. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself that we have those touchpoint TV shows like The O.C., Mm -hmm. maybe Gilmore Girls, One Tree Hill. Yeah. I wonder what those touchpoint shows are for um gen z people well probably like euphoria and oh, stuff but, but do no, they have school is, dances in that yo totally oh really totally i haven't do. watched but euphoria. i I, f- I feel like euphoria is actually too mature oh you need like a like a fluffy like yeah is there is there such a thing you can write to yeah, us let at us know. pod at gmail.com if there is like that gen z touchpoint teeny bopper show i think because of streaming now people would have different ones like i feel like some people would say like heartstopper I feel like there could be a few. Yeah. Never have I ever. Maybe Sex Lies of College Girls. Well, it's kind of a new show. Well, that's in college also, I assume. That's true. Like, what is the high school? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because like One Tree Hill, The O.C., stuff like that. And even like, what was the one? Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven? What? That was not a touchpoint show. I think it was. Have you seen on TikTok, they've been doing like edits of Seventh Heaven episodes. Yeah, it's terrible. I know. About like, like so-and-so was like caught with drugs but yeah it's like a but that joint. was but 20 that, years was ago was that a popular yeah. show oh yeah seventh heaven yes i didn't know that i just uh, you're telling me now for the first time what what's it about is it's just it's about like, a priest father yeah it's about a family kids. it's basically your life oh <laughs> okay it was sort of like after school special vibes where like they're trying to kind of send a big moral message in the show but but i don't think kids really like that I don't know. It was popular. I thought it was popular. And was I liked popular. watching I, it. I only heard about it from people at like basketball camps. It d- never came over to Belgium. Interesting. Yeah, I think it was popular, especially like if you grew up pretty religious, which I did. Oh well, because it definitely I'm sure had, like, like religious families were like sit excellent. down. Yes, <laughs> excellent. Someone's on our side. Okay. Do you want to hear a little more about proms? I do. Because winter formals kind of run the gamut, but proms has a more defined history. So, okay. do you know what it's short for? Promenade? Yes, it's short for promenade. and Which it is used, a walk? Yes, and it used to be a w- slow walk that, like, eligible college students would make to show off, like, their clothes and their, like, good manners and kind of... Like a death march? Almost similar to, like, debuting, but I think it was technically different. It started in the 1800s. What do you mean it's a slow walk? Where do they start from? Where I don't are know, they just, walking to? I don't know that. Just down? Just and- down kind of like a catwalk or something. <laughs> Okay, well, at first I was horrified. Now I want to bring it back. <laughs> now, when we're talking about the prom that Mickey and I are throwing, this this L.A. prom, now I think we got to do some catwalking. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And it was like a tea party after. And then it was only for like college graduates, which were... were college graduates? It was like the graduating class That's would do so this. so old. I know. So this history thing that I'm reading says that they then moved it to be high schoolers. But in the original days, women did not participate. So what? Kinda, wait. It sounds kind of gay. Wait, wait. It's me. just men? Well, only men were really in college in the 1800s. For sure. But the men would just slowly walk. Yeah, to show off their... Stop. Their high class. Oh, my God. I'm so it sounds sad. sounds really gay, right? They don't have video footage of this, of well, just no. men slowly walking, showing off their high class. Yeah, their wealth. You know that Drew F. Walla would have had a field day. <laughs> yeah. In like, I, I wish that we could go back in time and just put her in a booth commentating on this like it was the Super Bowl of each man walking <laughs> yes. down a catwalk. Yeah. So then like, but by 1930, apparently they were 
more common for like 17 and 18 year old still in men. high school no like everyone could go in high school i want to know i want to know the story like come on hbo give us the series of the first girl who was like bitch let me walk i think it's when it just became more of like a high school thing because like high schools would include men and women Okay. Whereas college, but I back still want to know who the girl was that was like, "I will be walking." No, but that's what I'm saying. Women were never part of the walking version. It became oh. a dance by the time it moved to high schools. Oh, they never girls never got to walk. I think, yeah, that is such a loss. Yeah, you know why they stopped doing the walking part? Because men were so boring, probably because no one was popping a hip, no yeah. one was giving a serve, probably, and so everyone was like, "This is boring. Let's make them dance." So then apparently proms kind of like became less common for a few years between like the 50s to the 80s. But then in the mid 1980s, proms came back into the spotlight. And this was due to the rise of the teen movies such as 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink, Breakfast really? Club, and Heathers put a new emphasis on like adolescence and the best years of your life. And those movies typically need the term I'm thinking of as a crescendo, but a climax. Yeah, exactly. Like they need that. It's the same with any sort of teen show. It's why Euphoria has had dances as well. Mm -hmm. You need some culminating event that is glamorous, that is dramatic, that is high stakes for the plot. Yeah. So basically, prom came back for the plot. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why people were like, "We just need." You know what this scene is missing? Dancing. <laughs> they just need to dance. Okay, so this is. Over 10 years ago, okay. or I guess it's about 10 years ago, because the last statistic I can find is from 2012. But do you know what the average amount that a family spent on prom in 2012? So 10 years ago was. Oh my gosh. The average amount that a family spent on prom in 2012, 10 years ago. $300? It says $1,078. No! Yeah. Absolutely that seems not. crazy to me. So I guess what? we can talk about our own proms, but I do have another really interesting fact about proms that's also related to my family. Okay. But let's talk about the money thing just for a second, because a great thing about the Semler Winter Formal is that tickets are, what, $20? 20 bucks. And other than that, anything you want to spend is up to you, but it that's could be true. zero. We It'd say be dress to impress, and people have been asking about that. I want you to impress yourself. That's, yeah. that's when I say dress to impress, that's going to look different for everybody. Definitely. There's no exact era that we're aiming for. Yeah, I won't lie to you. I'm probably going to roll up looking like a lounge singer. I might be wearing <laughs> sunglasses. I'm I'm tapping into Vegas a little bit in what my outfit is, I think. And I know that Zach, my guitarist, is as well. But people are wearing tons of different things. Yes. I don't know what I'm wearing yet, actually, but I might wear something that I already have. Yeah, I don't know what Mickey's going to do. They could no. do anything. Yeah. Just as long as you feel impressed with how good you look on this night, I'm happy. Yes. And also, you shouldn't be doing it to please me. <laughs> I say, like, I'm happy. Like, don't don't dress for me. Dress for yourself. That's what this whole prom is about, to, like, do your own thing. So, yeah, the, like, spending $1,000 even 10 years ago, so I'm sure it's more now, on prom does seem wild to me. And I went to, I mean, I went to, like, a private school where people definitely spent money on things, but, like... Not prom. I don't know. Like, How much were tickets? Do you remember that? No, I don't. And I don't know if we had to buy tickets. I think we did. But obviously, like, it being a private school, things are a little different. Like, a lot was included because you're already paying a lot to go there. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that we didn't have to buy tickets. I don't remember that. We definitely had to buy tickets for our prom. How I much were they? I believe it was like 65 euros. Mm -hmm. And it was all the, all the pre-sale tickets. Like, I don't think they sold 
tickets at the door. I could be wrong. Maybe they did and it was at a higher price. Mm -hmm. But they sold tickets ahead of time so that they could put a deposit down on the place where we were going. That makes sense. And we would get, honestly, pretty nice hotels in Brussels. We would rent out their, like, Well, so you probably – you did – wait, did you stay overnight in Brussels? No, 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 no. Oh, you would come home. No, no, no. They would – um basically rent out whatever dining suite and usually it was the same that they would get for graduation with the ticket money again i grew up in waterloo belgium it was a bit different the drinking age is 16 there was wine and beer served at our prom yeah there was wine and beer and alcohol served at a lot of our school functions there was a pub that was loosely affiliated with the school yeah so it just the vibe was probably different than what i've seen with like someone spiking a punch bowl or something yeah i feel like that didn't really happen at at least in my experience but people would definitely drink ahead of time and like okay i think the reason why a lot of people spend so much money on prom is like the limo and stuff that you take but that was not a thing in my school i think it's kind of regional like i don't think people in raleigh did that too much I don't know why. Do you remember that TikTok rabbit hole we went down a while back? Yes, and it, it was, was like prom talk. Yes, but what? where was it? Was it Missouri or Mississippi? Yeah, definitely like southern, like more southern than North Carolina and like Midwest people. It was, take it it. was the Facebook Met Gala. I yes. want to look that up. I want to look it up so I can like see if we can put this in the show notes. Yeah, that was really while, interesting. While I'm looking this up, will yeah. you talk about what people did spend money on at your prom? Fun fact, my prom was at a Raleigh venue called the Lincoln Theater that Grace played a show at with Reliant K this past spring. And so that's kind of funny. But yeah, we rented a local venue. And then the way that that my prom worked, so again, small all girls school. So kind of weird because like you couldn't, there wasn't a whole thing of like people asking each other prom. It was not really done that you would go with a girl. I also never really dated anyone at my school. I always outsourced and dated people from <laughs> other schools because I just didn't honestly know no real shade to my school, but like there wasn't really anyone that I was interested in there. And so I would usually date girls from other schools and I wasn't going to bring them to the prom. It just wasn't, I wish I was brave enough, sort of, but also like not really. It was just not the vibe. Like, ugh, it would not have been fun whatsoever to do that because it would not have been a good environment. And it would have been like subjecting the other person to something really not fun. But people would bring dates, like male dates for sure, but they wouldn't really ask you. Like you had to ask your date to the prom if that made sense. And I only ended up going my senior year. And the other thing is that like the tradition is that the juniors plan it and then the juniors and seniors go and juniors wear short dresses and seniors wear long dresses. That's just the tradition at my school. So, I mean, that was sort of cute, I guess. Like I ha- I liked my dress for my senior year, but that's really what people would spend the money on was just like your dress. And I don't think I spent that much on it. I think- did, did you get food at the prom? Did they yeah, I was about to say we would usually like get together with a group, like a group of like a few friends and their dates and we would go out for dinner before. So you would spend money going out to dinner. Oh, but the school didn't throw you a dinner. No. Oh, so at my school, part of what went into the cost was renting the space at some hotel that mm-hmm. was usually off the Grand Place. And then we get dinner. I mean, it was a pretty, it was usually like kind of elevated airplane food, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like chicken, fish, maybe some carb, vegetable, yeah. and a dessert but it felt very fancy yeah it was like maybe the first i mean i kind of aside from weddings and stuff it felt like the first catered 
meal. It felt mm-hmm. very, very fancy. I, I think I would have had a really lovely time at prom if I hadn't both times been so deeply uncomfortable with yeah. the dress that I was wearing. So you went to both of yours? I went to both of my proms. Mm-hmm. And the prom talk that I was looking for before, by the way, was Mississippi prom. Mm. And it's a rabbit hole I highly recommend. And there will be a link in the show notes. <laughs> it is referred to as the Facebook Met Gala. You'll thank me later. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I remember it if being you're really, trying to kill some time on your phone. Really entertaining. Okay, so a really interesting fact about prom related to prom is that probably no one knows this, but my mom grew up in the D.C. area mm-hmm. and she went to school with the president's daughter, Gerald Ford's daughter. And they had prom. Patricia Ford. No, Susan Ford. So I, that was my next guest, <laughs> Susan Ford. Susan Ford um, went to my mom's high school because she, again, lived near the White House. And they had prom at the White House. But my mom was two years younger than Susan Ford, so she didn't go. Because it was like the senior prom. My mom would have been, I think, a sophomore. Mm. My mom has talked about going to high school with the president's daughter and how it was like they would have secret service at school and stuff. But it is – I was just looking it up because I was like, oh, yeah, I think that prom – my mom talked about like, oh, yeah, they had prom at the White House when that daughter went there. But my mom was too young to go. But they did have it there. I just looked it up. And it's the only high school dance that's ever been held at the White House. I'm kind of surprised the Obamas didn't have something. Were the girls too young when they were in office? Or I guess I also the Bush twins. Don't I think one of the Obamas' daughters was in high was high school aged, mm-hmm. I think, but I could be slightly off. I think it was a different time. I think like having that many people at the White House is like such a security risk. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think so I was looking at it and back then and I remember my mom telling me about this too that like everyone had to get their dates lined up really far in advance because you had to give like their social security numbers and everything oh my gosh. ahead of time. So you couldn't have like a last minute date situation. You had to Whoa. have like at least like a couple a month or two in advance. You had to send in your date social security number and like driver's license and all this stuff and the people that they hired for the band, they, like, couldn't get everyone that they wanted to perform because people had, like, outstanding drug charges wow. that were in the band, not, like, students. But, yeah, it was, like, very much under wraps. And this was in the 70s. So I would imagine now it might just be, like, more trouble than it's worth to try to do something like that from a security perspective. And maybe, like, White House kids are not as keen on that because they might be, like, Because it does mean that you have to kind of be like playing host almost. It's like at your house. That's true. I also think that we're watching The Crown right now. And it's interesting to think about like a head of state versus a head of government and how when kids are involved, like it's just crazy to watch the show and be like Prince William is just like, you came into the world and it's like, you're Prince William. Like, you got no choice. You're gonna, well, going to be the king. Actually, Harry and Meghan would like a word. You do <laughs> You do have a choice. And Queen Elizabeth's but, dad or uncle would like a word. Sure, sure, he sure. abdicated. Yeah, but. totally. Like, you you can, but it's, it's just, like, very different than, like, if Sasha and Malia Obama never want to go into politics like no one is going to be like you're letting down the family name like there's the 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 sense of pressure isn't there so if for them i don't know they i don't think they've really done public interviews nor do i i think they owe us that that is a stark difference they could be like the white house years were 
not fun for us. Like, yeah, our parents did our best, but honestly, like, didn't love it. Wouldn't want to have prom there. Please get me to a Chili's. Like, well, I just want to celebrate with my friends normally. The other thing that might not have really been a concern back when my mom had her prom was because, or the girl is two years older had hers, is that I'm pretty sure the drinking age was still 18 back then. Mm-hmm. And so you could have probably had like some beer and wine for the seniors mm-hmm. whereas now drinking at prom is like such a hot and drinking in school dances when, in general when did the drinking age in the u.s become 21 it was definitely when my mom after my mom was 18 because i remember her saying that one time she got in trouble and one of her good friends who you know i'm mm-hmm. not gonna say who it is but one of her good friends turned her in for having alcohol in her mm-hmm. car. My mom, they were like all going on a weekend trip and my mom had alcohol in the back of her car to go on the trip and it was legal, but they weren't allowed to have it on school grounds and my mom got in trouble. Interesting. And her friend turned her in, like her good friend. That's rough. I'll tell you who it is later. It Well, okay, so the drinking age in the United States only became 21 in the 1980s. Yeah, so my mom would was already, well, my mom turned, anyway, I'm not going to say exactly how old she was, but it was after she was 18. So yeah, it hasn't been that long that it's been 21, like, relatively speaking. I I really wonder if that will maybe change in our lifetime. I highly doubt it. Yeah. I don't think there's a big push for that. I think when people are 18, they're like, it should be 18. And then, like, after that, people sort of lose momentum for, like, caring. Yeah, I I suppose. And also, like, the way that they changed it, it has to do with, like... Driving. Yeah. I feel this way because I had a different experience. I didn't grow up in the United States. And I grew up in a country where public transportation is accessible, very common, and safe, for the most part, the drinking age is 16, the driving age in Belgium, you can begin the process is 18. So you kind of learn how to drink, or at least you know, maybe some of your limits before you are even able to drive. Yeah, I think that makes a big difference. And I'm not saying that that would be something that would be adopted here in the United States. But I will say that the I only like binge drank when I came to the US for college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those types of games and stuff that people do in unmarked basements at frat houses and shit like Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything like that growing up and we were way less mature. And yeah. I think it is because of a, a little bit of a checks and balance system of, uh, we can use prom as an example. If you get too wasted at prom, and some people certainly did, your night ends there. Like you, like the establishment doesn't, they don't try and like goad you on. You know what I mean? Like the people there aren't like, yeah, like bring out more wine. This guy's so funny. They're like, you're, you're going home. <laughs> like you have to leave. Versus I think in the US, like people would poke people that were drinking a lot. Yeah. I noticed that. Like it it was like a bit of like how blackout someone could be. And I'd never been around that before. And it actually initially like really scared me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe story for another time. Then I was like, well, if you can't beat them, join them. But I certainly didn't experience that before I came to this country. I definitely drank. Before my school dances. Before the school dances? Did yeah. everyone? Was yes, that pretty common? It was so Would you be common. drunk when you went into a school that dance? That was like the goal is <laughs> that you would be. But I mean, it's a little hard to time because people would be a bit wary about like bringing alcohol to the dance yeah. because realistically, they're not going to be able to catch you if you're like being cool 
but you are drunk when you get there, but they are going to be able to tell if you have like a water bottle with you. That's extremely obvious. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what we did. I just remember a lot of drinking being involved. I'll be honest. I felt like Raleigh had a crazy underage drinking culture. I first had a drink of alcohol when I was 13 and I felt like drinking was like very normalized underage and like it was everywhere. What was the context in which you had the drink? Just like with friends. Okay. Like at a sleepover. Because I remember the first time I tried alcohol was in front of my parents. <laughs> that um, was definitely not the case with me. No. And it was to, you know what? I've been sharing a lot. Basically, here's what I've learned happens. My mom isn't really on social media, but I, mm-hmm. my dad is. And my dad will like relay these stories to my mom who will then be like, I heard you sh- shared this thing. <laughs> now, Gracie, is that really what happened? Okay. I don't. So here's the story about the first time I tried a sip of alcohol. Okay. We were at a... It might have been a sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. Would they have served sake at a sushi restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think I, that's what it was. We were at a sushi restaurant right next to St. John's, which is where my mom worked at the time. We probably went. It was very small. It was right next to the bakery. I don't know why I'm saying that in case anyone from St. John's is listening. Do you remember that sweet <laughs> little spot? Anyway, the end of the meal, I must have been maybe 13, 14 they all bring out little um, shots of sake, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But my parents knew. And I was like, oh, like, what's this? And I just remember my parents looking at each other in a cheeky way. And they're like, yeah, try it. Oh my gosh. And I like just, I, I thought it smelled sweet, oh, but no. a bit odd. And yeah. I just like took a sip. Not, I didn't take a full shot, but okay. I just took a sip of it. And I just remember being like, oh, it's lighter fluid. It is lighter (laughs) fluid and my parents hate me. And that was the first time I tried a sip Mm. of alcohol. And I think that I think sometimes parents do that. At least my mom was like, yeah, you can have a sip of wine if I asked Mm -hmm. because she didn't want me to be scared of it. Yeah. And she didn't want it to be this thing that was something that I got in trouble for. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we had pretty open conversations about drinking and stuff but i don't even think they knew what was awaiting in u.s colleges like yeah. they could not I, I remember talking to my mom about a strategy i was like so mom what i can do when i get to the u.s is i can just if i just hold a solo cup nobody knows if there's Aww. nothing in there i could just hold a solo cup all night my mom was like yeah great that's a great idea you could just fill it up with water and stay hydrated if you don't want to drink and i'd be like yeah it's oh this is gonna be a p is gonna be a cakewalk I had a full-on fucking train wreck meltdown year, my <laughs> freshman year of college. I could, like, I, if you could cut to that scene, like, so wholesome and pure being like, I'm going to come to the United States and play basketball, and everything will be fine. <laughs> and then it, like, cuts to the end of the year, and the school is like, you must get off our campus. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not what's going to happen at the similar winter formal, where probably people will be enjoying some beverages. Yeah, but there will be libations. But... Only for those who want them. It's cool to be sober if you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone has to be 21 anyway, right? Actually, it's all ages. Oh, it's all ages. <laughs> it's, it is. Okay. It is an all ages <laughs> event, but obviously not all ages can drink. Yeah. You should do whatever makes you feel comfortable. If you're not 21, you really shouldn't drink. Don't do what I did. The reason why we're putting on this event, the reason why I I wanted to try something like this is because I don't think that there are a lot of opportunities outside of wedding season for especially queer people or people who have had to work a little bit to get a sense of personal confidence, personal style to dress up and 
show themselves off and feel good and ask a date out and to maybe all those awkward dance nights where you were wearing something that you didn't feel very good in or feel very comfortable or you were maybe with people who didn't know you for who you really are, have a bit of a do-over. Or if you didn't go, you get to have a a fresh go at things around people who are like-minded, who are there for the same purposes. That's what it's about. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm actually really thinking about what I should wear. I kind of want to go like jewel-toned, like taffeta. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. I actually can remember what I wore to one winter formal in high school, and it was this like, I remember it was a Nicole Miller dress. It was a Nicole Kidman dress? It was No, it was a Nicole Miller dress. Nicole Kidman and it was, was prom. Yeah. You know Nicole Kidman? <laughs> yeah. You went to prom with Nicole Kidman? Yep. Anyway, it was this like ice blue, like a cool blue taffeta bubble dress. And bubble dresses were like a thing. I don't really remember. What are bubble They're dresses? They're sort of like bubble. Here, let me show you a picture. But they like. You will have to put this in the show notes. They bunch at the bottom to be sort of like, okay, bubble dress. Like this kind of thing. Okay. That was Make like. Make sure you put that in okay. the show notes. It was like that a, is a kind of a bizarre. Or like this. This looked a lot like mine, except it was ice blue. And I thought it was like so cute. Okay. I guess it is a bubble. That That is a bubble dress. You, lady, I'll just put this keep, whole search. Yeah. Keep track of all the. That is my bubble dress. It's like <laughs> one of those. Uh, purple inflatable. Yeah. Purple things. inflatable. It looks like something that's like outside of a car dealership. Yeah, a bubble dress where like it was sort of ruched at the bottom and kind of is giving like diaper. It's not <laughs> it's not actually cute, but it was in style when I was in 10th grade or whatever age yes. I was. with the boy both years i was trying to think about who i went to prom with mostly i just asked tall people oh yeah i was god it's the weird things that you care about i was like it is well if he's taller than me then the photos won't look bad because that was like a science to me at that time and i remember this one girl asked the guy i was gonna go with senior year who Mm -hmm. had gone with junior year and i was like listen we're both we get me and this guy get along we're both tall done deal this girl ended up asking him she was also tall and i just remember being like god damn it we're both like you know it was slim pickings i feel like (laughs) i had dibs here because i went with them last year and you know you know tall people problems anyway she's gay now too well so i so i also you know to be honest like i kind of respect it more because i'm like oh she was she was in the same struggle as me she was like i gotta get there before grace does i went with my i went with a guy but He's gay. And mm-hmm. he was like a very good friend of mine who went to a high, non-all-girls high school in town. And he's super sweet. And we had so much fun. Yeah. All things considered, my mom has asked me multiple times if I knew I was gay in high school, which I did. Why? And I, and I hated all my prom outfits. My mom has been like, Gracie, you were the one that wanted to get your hair done. <laughs> if you didn't like getting your hair done that way, why did you 
make me set the appointment to do it. And I've really, we've gone back and forth for a while. I was like, mom, internalized homophobia is a hell of a drug. And I was snorting that shit through my eyeballs. And I was really not going to be talked out of trying to fit in. There was there nothing that anyone Wait, could have done. Wait, didn't you get your ears pierced for, for prom? prom? Oh, yeah. That for my, is For horrifying. my senior prom, I was like, for my senior prom, I was like, bitch, fucking try to be straight. I was I was really like you know that that friend who's always like when you when you come out to them they're like but have you thought about God like have you yeah. tried like have you tried I was that friend to me <laughs> I was like bitch you've never fucking tried you should just try it and so I was like all right all right let's have it your way let's try so I got my ears pierced I put on like stick on nails that like stuck out <laughs> you know what I mean yes. like like I couldn't pick up shit the whole night <laughs> and I uh got my hair done we like mm-hmm. went to a hair salon if i can find a photo we'll put something in the show notes but honestly it's kind of hor. it's not horrifying i have compassion for that person i needed that person to get to where i am today but like well, it wasn't a hit it wasn't working i also had one we're just gonna overshare and then i'm gonna dip okay we're gonna overshare and then we're gonna go to bed okay and i'll edit this in the morning but the truth is this okay yes i had one thong that my friends gave oh my me gosh. for my birthday that year mostly as a joke because every <laughs> knew that I didn't wear thongs. I just mostly wore spandex because I was always playing basketball. And uh, I was like, I remember like looking at this thong and being like, this is your night, my friend. Like, if <laughs> I was like, which is weird because actually like Under Armour spandex probably more, would have been way yeah. better. Like I should have, that's basically shapewear. Like yeah. the stuff that you wear under basketball shorts, like what was I thinking? I was, I just didn't know what I was doing. So I like looked at this thong and I was like, we ride at dawn. Like it's <laughs> me and you, let's work it out. Oh my I gosh. wore it to prom and I'll never, I don't know if this guy is listening to this podcast, but I'll air, I'll air you out. Love you. Hope you're doing well. And too, both of you, they were dating at the time. It doesn't matter. Okay. N- they're not together anymore and everyone's happier for it and it's fine. But the point is, is that I put on this whole fucking getup. I like did my own makeup. I put on lashes, people. You did. I put on lashes. I, I put think on. I knew that lashes everything. were an option when I was in high school. I had a what's a, a see through bra or something where it's what? like you don't where it's like the bra like isn't there. It's like a sticky bra or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It was yeah. awful. Like my mom and I were in the trenches getting me together for this. <laughs> like it was brutal. I didn't know my date at all. He was in tenth grade, but he was tall, so I was like, I don't care. He was friends with other people on the basketball team because he was on the basketball team i was like yo you want to go to this thing you want to go to the shindig i will never talk to you again and he was like great hover hands the whole night so i appreciated that like leaving room (laughs) for jesus call me over while i'm like i think people are gagged i think people are like oh my gosh who's this supermodel could it be grace definitely (laughs) not a lesbian and i'm like just fluttering about the the floor of the belgian hotel that we're at call me over they're like grace I was like, yeah, what's up? Are we complimenting me? Like, how good I'm doing? She's like, are you wearing the thong that we gave you <laughs> in front of <laughs> And I was like, mm-hmm. And in my brain, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Why? And she's like, oh, nothing. It looks good, but you can tell. And I just remember being like, thank you so much for telling me that. I would like to now crawl into this thong forever. And burn it to the ground thank you so much for letting me come to prom and i (laughs) and i am forced to leave i am going to steal the limo that we came in and go home now just kidding it was fine i actually thought at the time it was funny because i was like 
the whole thing felt like a bit. I didn't even care that much about the prom or like what like once I got there, once I put on the whole getup mm-hmm. and I was like wandering around like basically in drag, I was like, I'm never gonna be able to do this. Like there was no more obvious sign of like I can't. I really can't do this. Like I'm really trying here. And I tried again other times in my life. I'd say for the next two years, I would have these moments of like, come on, just like try. Like genuinely my inner saboteur would be like, bitch, be straight. And I would try. (laughs) And I would like have these like grand moments of like, and here she is. And it just never worked. And I think that the thong of it all is that (laughs) I even the thong was my homosexuality. Even in the dress, it was showing through and it looked good and my friends didn't judge me for it, but it was there and I should have just been myself. (laughs) And that's what you get to do this December 17th at the Semler Winter Formal. I just want to love myself so I can love you better. I just want to love myself so I can love you better. You put my mind at ease. I won some awards my senior prom. Of course you did. I won for, I think, like, most school spirit. I was about to say, you were, like, secretly very beloved and popular, and you like to make it sound like No, no, no. I don't, I really don't try and make it seem like I'm a loser. That's not the case. I did feel like a loser, but I think a lot of people do. I think that's maybe normal. Yeah. The way that I would characterize it, and here's the thing, when your sister was here, Lizzie's sister is popular. Like, she just has cool girl, popular girl energy. I remember meeting her when she was 15, and I was terrified. And I still am. Anyway, (laughs) the point is, is that Anna knew I was describing this to her. I was like, I was liked in high school, but I was often forgotten to invite to parties, if that makes sense. Because I wasn't, like, hooking up with guys. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't... And that at that age, like that is so much an influence on who's popular. Yeah. A person can have a garbage personality, but if they're in the hookup scene, they're popular. <laughs> yeah, I know that, what you mean. A- across the board. I don't know why it, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, be, it's, there's, that's a, it's a conversation for another podcast of like the emphasis that we place on like the male gaze and who is desirable and whatnot. But I was, yeah, people were like, Grace is a funny, nice little clown <laughs> and we will appreciate her. And how funny that she is like cosplaying as a, like a Victorian lady here at prom. <laughs> But unfortunately, uh, we are not, we, we're not, you know, saving her a spot at the table Aww. for the after party. No, my, my friend, I had friends. Yes. Don't be sad for me. I, I had know. friends. My, I my friends like saved spots for me okay. and whatever. I just mean that like, I don't think anyone was like, man, you know what this ripping party is missing? <laughs> Fucking grace. <laughs> like, I think maybe like now I think I, you know. Maybe maybe the winter formal is mostly about me convincing myself <laughs> I could throw a good party. Well, we will see in a week, basically. Holy shit. I need to order the props. Oh, no. Two weeks. Sorry. Two weeks. Two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. That really scared me. Okay. Better get to ordering. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for spending some time with us. You can always write to us at underourroofpod at gmail.com. Unless you're <laughs> Don't write to us. I love you. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's a funny story. Neil's definitely not listening. He's not listening. He's out. (laughs) Okay. He's out to lunch. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week on Under. A brand new new episode of Under. Our Roof. I'm shining more brightly each day. I love you. I love you. 
love you, my dear, in a sweet old-fashioned way.